Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. We're now joined by Chris Gardner, Houston Round Ball Review, number two against number six tonight at the Fertitta Center. Houston buried Texas right off the tip, as Paul mentioned earlier, and a showdown tonight. Chris, thank you very much for your time. Uh, how would you describe watching Houston play basketball? Well, first, guys, thank you very much for having me on the show. You're welcome. Oh, Cougs, uh, I won't go as far as to say it's UFC or like some of the Longhorn writers are trying to say on Saturday's game, but <laughs> it's physical, very physical, and it's old-school basketball like in late 80s, 90s NBA kind of stuff, and I love it. <laughs> Chris, look, nobody would have been surprised that, Tex- that Houston beaten Texas. I mean, that that's not a surprise. They're beating most everybody that they play. But when they came in and dominated Texas like that, was that a statement to not only the rest of the Big 12, but the rest of the country that, like, look, good teams are going to come in here and we're going to shred them? Well, it's a good thing I don't gamble because one of my good friends told me, yeah, I think the Cougs win by 15. I was like, no, 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 it's going to be closer than that. So I was very wrong. But when the game was tied at 17, it was like Houston's offense just hit another gear. The defense remained constant. And next thing you know, it's 55-31, Houston over Texas. 
Chris, uh, we're here in Waco, obviously. We got to see LJ Cryer do his thing for Scott Drew and company and then made the decision, obviously, to go to Houston this offseason. Uh, how would you describe his year thus far and just his role and how things have played out with him and the Cougs? It's taken LJ a while to adjust to the defensive mindset and the physicality that the Cougars play. Uh, his offense, you know, some fans are probably expecting him to light it up every game from three. He hasn't. But uh, defensively, he's bought into the system. Now it's first things first. You know, Coach Sampson has said that it takes newcomers a while to buy into the system, but it's non-negotiable. You're going to play hard, physical, the way we want you to play. And if you don't want to do that, then you really shouldn't be here. <laughs> so LJ bought into it. Took a little bit to get used to the physicality that they play. But him and Jamal Shade have been friends since I think they were 10 years old. So that chemistry you can see on the court as well. So uh, they are uh, in a, a great run, but Iowa State is too. Uh, Iowa State can play physical. They can beat you up a little bit too. Uh, is this going to be – I hope it, I hope they let them play to a point where it's not like Pistons against uh, whoever back in the 80s like we saw. But could this be one of those games that becomes a free-throw shooting contest rather than the beauty of basketball? I hope not, Smokey. I, I hope that the refs let them play and it's – both teams are physical. We're talking about two of the best defenses in all of college basketball. I hope the rest don't. You know, we're tuning in to watch the game. Fans are going to be there to see two teams play, and I see the rest blow their whistle. So hopefully that will allow the guys to be physical. Not dirty, but be physical. And then rebounding will be a key, obviously. And we'll see if it comes down to making free throws and Everyone who follows Houston Cougar basketball knows it's like traditional for the Cougars to struggle at the line. That goes back 50, 60 years. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, what surprises you most about the transition to the Big 12? I I like I knew there would be I thought there would be more losses, you know, obviously because they're playing a tougher conference schedule so far that hasn't really manifested itself all that much. Uh, But what is I mean, they were clearly ready but I don't know if anybody thought that they were this ready to come in and, and run the league like they have so far. Honestly, Paul, I, I, I kind of had them losing like five or six times in Big 12 play mm-hmm. because it is, you know, in my opinion, and a lot of folks, some folks will say SEC, but the Big 12 is the best conference in men's basketball. Coach Sampson has the players. He recruited for the conference two, three years ago. So it wasn't a – it's not a surprise to the guys to be physical and to adjust to big 12 play. And he had high expectations for freshman big man, Dodo Tuggler. Mm-hmm. And you could see his potential. You know, he still struggles with foul trouble every once in a while. Like most, a lot of like freshmen do, but you can see his potential. And for the most part, the team is pretty veteran laden and experienced. So he doesn't have to rely on younger players. And for the, you know, big 12 play, you need experienced people, especially in the backcourt. Yeah, no, and I, I was there at the Final Four when Baylor won it all, and Baylor, they just they, they were just too much for Houston. Did mm-hmm. that allow Kelvin to not retool because, I mean, he's been doing that anyway, but did that kind of give the players an idea, a sense of what they needed? Because Baylor, they were old, they were experienced, their guards were phenomenal, they had vital that would knock people around. Did that give them kind of a blueprint too? Yes, and Coach Sampson has said, many times that that Baylor team, that championship team for the Bears was the best team he's seen in his 10 years at Houston. And the matchup, the backcourt was a huge difference in that final four. You know, it was a route. 
salute to the Bears for the job they did to win the championship. But I think that was a good gauge for Coach Sampson and staff. This is where we need to get this is the kind of players we need to get to bring into the program to compete and for, for a national championship, yes. They stubbed their toe a couple of times early, and they didn't blink. How much of a challenge was that early in the Big 12? It was a challenge for the fans to adjust to it mm-hmm. because, you know, the fans are like, oh, my gosh, we lost Iowa State. We lost at TCU. The sky is falling. Oh, no, no. But Coach Sampson, he takes everything. He's full of cliches, but he tells the players one game at a time, we'll be okay. It's a life in the Big 12, life on the road. It's harsh win on the road. We'll be okay. So fan-wise, they had to adjust to that. But the players, they trust Coach Sampson. They trust that he knows what he's doing. And he's been in the conference before, you know, previously, as you guys know. And his goal every season is for the team to get better month to month, November to December, December, January, et cetera. And they are playing really good ball right now on schedule. You know, Chris, what I was at the Kansas-Houston game a couple weeks ago, and what stuck out to me that game and listening to Kelvin Sampson afterwards was they lost, and they, they lost by a considerable margin, but they just ran into Kansas at home in a – you know, where Kansas played almost perfect and they didn't play poorly. Is there a game this year where you could really mark down that they've played poorly? Cause they don't, I'm looking back through and I can't, I can't think of one even in, even in their losses. Not, not poorly so much. KU shot so well in that game. They shot 70%. And any team you're playing an opponent that shoots 70%, you're probably going to lose. The Cougars, that was their first time, most of them playing it. At the, in the, at the fog, rebounding was really – that was probably their biggest surprise at how KU handled them on the boards that game. Houston had like 24 rebounds as a team. You know, and Tugler and Juwan Roberts had 21 of those 24 boards. So getting manhandled on the boards was probably the biggest surprise. And the guards didn't rebound at all in that game. And that's one thing Coach Samson really wants his guards to do. Can't rely on your big man to rebound everything. So since then, you've seen Jamal Shed, LJ Cryer, Emmanuel Sharp hit the boards more, and that's been a big difference. Plus, Malik Wilson, who played at Texas Tech prior, he's helped out coming off the bench, rebounding. Uh, the quote from Rodney Terry in the postgame, you got to be built for it. If we were going to still stay in this league with these guys, Houston, we'd have to build – to have, uh, we'd have to build to having that physicality. You know what I mean, and things of that nature. He mentioned, yes, they're going into the SEC, but it's a different level. Um, and, and you know, then again, Kelvin, what, a week or two ago, I thought went to bat for his former AD as Boston Mac Rhodes, who got fined by the Big 12, because uh, he was mad that the game was getting out of control physically. Uh, how, how much do you feel like he may have had Mac Rhodes' back that night, too? A, a great deal, and the the, lead, the question, you know, I won't say, but from a colleague of ours who asked it, and Coach Sampson was like, you know, what are your thoughts on getting the technical files and everything? And said, well, are you going to help me pay for the fine? Help me pay the twenty five thousand dollars because I don't want to, you know, pay the twenty five like Mac was fine to do. So I'm not going to say anything about it. But you saw it, y'all, y'all know how I feel about it. Next, <laughs> when I heard Coach Jerry say those comments Saturday. I was like, oh, my God, did he say that publicly to us here in the room? Mm-hmm. Because his players said, Max Aismas and Dylan Disu both said that Houston was a more physical team than we were today. 
you know, players, you know, they say that. But when a coach says it, and a Longhorn coach says it, you, we've seen the response on, on social media. Oh, yeah. He's getting skewered for saying those words, those comments. But, hey, I wish him well in the SEC. But, uh, it's not much different from Big 12 and SEC in terms of physicality. I don't think so. Well, you know, you watch Alabama back when Musselman was good with the Arkansas struggling right now. But Alabama, they make you they make you wear down. And, I, I mean, I'm, I watch how Baylor's guards play, and, and they're pretty good. But they also turn the ball over quite a bit, and how Houston can make it look like there's a swarm of fire ants all over you. That's going to be one. I know it's down the road, not too far, but uh, mm-hmm. ought to be interesting to watch. Chris, uh, I'm going to share the, not the entire text. When I reached out to you earlier today about a segment and how you have watched what we've done and how we've grown and how it's also inspired you, I'm not saying we have. But it's kind of a family, isn't it? What you're doing, what we're yes. doing, and, and, and how we have all kind of grown from this? Indeed. It, you know, it's part of technology, social media, and we've all had to adjust to covering sports that we've covered for years. So I've watched, you know, 365, and of course, you know, Mac Rhodes was here at Houston, so I've known Mac for a long time as well. Coach Drew, I've known Coach Tang for years when he was here at, at Heritage Christian for, mm-hmm. for a lot of years before going to Baylor. Always at K State. It's always good to see him, and he, he remembered me, of course, when they were here in Houston when they got waxed by the Cougars. But yeah, it is. It's a small world, and, and it is a family. And indeed, I enjoy what what you guys do and watching the show and the format and everything. So we are trying to do something similar here in H Town. All right, uh, Iowa State. We haven't said too much about them, other than they play pretty physical too. Your thoughts about what? They have done because they're right there at the top with Houston and beat them earlier this year, as you brought up. Right. Some of the things they do defensively are similar to the Cougars. The traps on the high screens near the, the half-court line, that was an issue for the Cougars in the first matchup. I mean, heck, Iowa State jumped to a 14-0 lead, and the Cougars had like six turnovers in the first five minutes of that game. But Coach Sampson said on Sunday to us, those turnovers, Iowa State caused those turnovers. It wasn't just we were careless. They caused those turnovers because of how they play. They're physical as well. There's going to be two physical teams competing Monday night. I'm looking forward to it. Tame and Lipsy in the backcourt. Very good point guard. Looking forward to the matchup with he and Shed. The state backcourt against the Cougar backcourt. Super lot of fun. Chris, thank I you hope. very much. Good luck with what you're doing. And uh, it will absolutely reach out to you again between now and the tournament and probably during the tournament too. Thanks for your time. Thanks very much. Take care. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.